Okay, hey everyone, Dashian Miller here, and we are here with episode 79, that would be, you know. Anyway, uh, episode 79 of our Kuden podcast, and so uh, to ask, ask uh, to answer uh, someone else's question that came in, uh, I don't know, last episode, this episode, something like that, how are the shows going? Uh, the shows are going great, right? Um, uh, not only... Uh, Am I getting lots of engagement uh, with these things, which is all great, right? Um, sparking conversations and, of course, you know, um, helping uh, current students and uh, have lots of other people inquiring about uh, uh, classes and things like that. So just make sure everything's plugged in here. Uh, let's see. Let me bring up my chat, right? Sorry, those of you who are listening in on uh, iTunes or uh, Stitcher or whatever, um, you're not seeing some of the stuff that uh, that I'm doing here because this is being recorded uh, video live. So uh, anyway, we'll just make sure that uh, all right, everything should be good. If you are on, let me see, I'm going to do things a couple of different ways here because last time, last episode, uh, nobody's comments were showing. So let me bring up another app here, at least on Facebook, uh, and I can jump around a little bit. Um, so if you are on, chat's open, uh, go ahead and sign in. Let me know that you're here. And um, if you can give me a sound check, that would be awesome as well. I'm trying to use a secondary backup mic uh, instead of the one on my laptop. I think I'm in need of uh, new equipment here because we're, we're getting some kind of uh, both uh, metallic stuff at one point and uh, sound dropped and all that. So uh, I've got all kinds of extra stuff kind of wired into things. But anyway, uh, so here we are, right? So, um, uh, and uh, I don't know, we'll officially get this thing started. So uh, some of you have heard this before, uh, maybe some haven't or whatever, but um, Hatsumi Sensei, right? As much as I hate using this phrase, right? Sensei said, right? Um, he has uh, said that, uh, and this has come across a couple of different ways, right? Uh, remember, remember, I've been training since 1980, 81. Um, so uh, a lot of folks are, <laughs> I don't know, within a couple of years, even a decade, right, are fairly new to this thing. And I know we've all got experience under our belt. We all have lots of sensei said quotes and, and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but um, things were not always as they appear to be. Right. So anyway, uh, but he has said, right, that um, we have a duty, right, as ninja to be successful. Right? And here's one that will really ruffle people's feathers. Right. You have a duty to be rich. We'll talk about that more as we move along uh, and talk about um, the um, I don't know the question. Are we actually doing ninja to or more to the point? Are you actually doing ninja to? Right. I'll talk about that. Uh, talk about that when we come back. So, the big question is this. How are self-defense and success-minded people like us, concerned citizens worried about protecting ourselves, our loved ones, and the things we care about from the monsters we know exist in the world? How do we train in a way that gives us the skills, knowledge, and understanding we need without becoming paranoid fighters or killers ourselves, and yet still allows us to be the hero protector the world needs us to be? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jeffrey Miller, and welcome to Kuden Radio, real training for real people in a real world. Hey, I'm back. Okay, so again, I know I'm going to ruffle feathers. It just happens. Some, somebody commented earlier um, something like, I don't know, snap, uh, 
trying to do, uh, you know, upset people or something like that. And, um, no, I don't, right? Um, I will tell you, uh, when I mean to, right? Um, uh, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't intend to. I just know that some topics based on egos, right? Um, it's just going to piss people off, right? Because everybody thinks that they, everybody wants to think that they know, right? I'm sharing with you what I have learned and what I have come to know and understand uh, over time. It wasn't always easy. Trust me, my ego did the same thing and sometimes still does the same thing, right? Um, but what it really comes down to is, do we want to learn and do we want to know, or do we want to grab a little bit of information and freaking run with it like um, we're all that in a bag of chips, okay? Um, we all want to, right? I mean, this is part of our defense mechanism in our brain. This is not my idea, right? This is from years and years of study into science. By the way, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, knowledge areas, right? One of the Kilmon, uh, that ninja, a lot of ninja, right? Um, had as a basis, right? Um, I'm going to ruffle feathers as well because, uh, this guy used to be a member of the Bujinkan. As a matter of fact, he was Hatsumi Sensei's right hand man, uh, Manaka Sensei. And, you know, now he runs the Gene and Con, has for a long, long time. Uh, but I have a lot of his stuff as well, right? So uh, I'm going to read from a little bit of this, right? Because there were certain things, right? The Ninja no Kilmon in the, in the Eight Gates, right? Um, again, different different schools, different clans all had their, their different things, right? Um, but there were these litmus tests in ancient Japan, right? Re- read the Bonsen Shukai, read the Shoninki, read the, you know, whatever. But be careful when you read them, right? Even Hatsumi Sensei has said, Right. Take the lessons with a grain of salt because you're going to have to apply them. You have to make it real. Right. I have to make it real. You have to make it real. Right. And the proof is in the pudding. Right. Um, one of my new favorite um, uh, sayings now. Right. I picked this up from another mentor. Not in the art. Right. Uh, not literally in the art. OK. Um, but, you know, we should all have mentors in different areas of our lives. Right. Uh, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. Right. Um, but, um, <laughs> he'll talk about, you know, somebody's yeah, but, or somebody's argument or whatever. And I go, really? Okay. I can do this, this, and this. Okay. Can you, okay. What kind of results are you producing? Here's the quote. How's your program working for you? Okay. Because the results that you're getting from your belief system speak volumes, Right. And you can hold on to that. And you can punch people in the face for it. You can stab them in the back. You can you can have all kinds of pissing contests. And God knows the Internet's full of those. Right. All kinds of, you know, Budo uh, forums or Facebook pages or whatever. Right. People just slinging mud left and right. You don't have to be in the, in the U.S. You don't have to be Democrat or Republican or whatever to throw that kind of shit around. Right. You can be of whatever religious denomination you can be, in this case, whatever martial art or even within the same martial art. Right. Right. You can just be slinging your shit back and forth, right? And, um, you know, the reality is, is how's your program working for you, right? And I don't mean the one that you've created and videos and all that you're selling. I mean, if you have it, great, fantastic, right? Um, I'm talking about your life, right? Your life is always, 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 this is nature, right? It's a reflection of your belief system. It's a reflection of your thinking. It's a reflection of your plan in action or (laughs) in a boatload of cases, inaction, right? Mine too, right? Don't, don't see, don't think of me 
like I'm on some kind of pedestal preaching to everybody, right? Often, I just told somebody this the other day, often um, I do these uh, these um, uh, lessons or these specific topics, right? Um, from a perspective of I just hit myself in the head, right? I just got reminded of a lesson the teachers taught me a long, long time ago. And shit, I just had this realization that in this particular area of my life or whatever, right, um, I'm coming up short, right? And it's my own fault, right? I mean, I'm coming up short, right? Um, even if the even if the fault lies in the, um, I, I pulled the bullshit complaining, bitching, moaning, blaming other people thing that, you know, that game that lots of people like to play, right? It's the government's fault. It's, it's the rich people's fault. It's the one percenters fault. It's the, it's the, it's the anything but the guy or girl in the mirror, right? So uh, often I'll do a, a, a topic because I'm teaching what my teacher or teachers taught me and I need to hear it, right? I need to hear it again, right? Um, other times I'm not. Other times, you know, you're getting me, right? You're getting the lessons and the teachings and the life experience and all that run through my filter, and here we are, right? Um, as somebody said, as always, I look forward to these pure gold. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> if you're looking for gold, maybe. Um, but anyway, so, um, and that's the question, right? How's it working for you, right? Um, so, if you've been with me for a while, right? I know that I took a, took some time off, right? And a lot of you guys have been with me for a while. You know, I mean, we started all the way back. You know, we had an episode one, a pilot episode, like years ago, right? Why the hell am I only at episode seventy nine? Well, it took a year and a half, almost two years off, uh, because my my original co host, right, Eric White, um, he's uh, uh, he's one of my black belts, and he was a radio personality, right, locally in, in, in a radio station. And um, we kind of come, came up with this idea, not just to do a podcast, right? Any monkey can do a podcast. Any, anybody uh, with computer equipment, right, can, can do basically a live op-ed. Sorry, I'm in my makeshift office here in the rental place, and I've got a, uh, a furnace right on the other side of me, and it also does our hot water. So even though it's the beginning of September, uh, basically the, the tail end of summer, uh, here I am. So I'll, I'll try to speak loud enough, and I apologize for the for the uh, little extra life kind of things. But here I am, right? Um, internet doesn't quite keep up with things at the dojo as much as I would like that to be the studio as well. We're working on getting some things changed there as well. But anyway, here we are. So um, where the hell was I? Oh yeah. So uh, what we did was we came up with this idea, right, to do this podcast, but we wanted it to be more like a morning drive time show. Right. Where we would, you know, kind of chat back and forth. And I really do miss that experience because we would just make fun of shit. Right. We would just I mean, if you've ever listened to a drive time morning radio talk show, a good one. Right. Uh, they come up with all kinds of things. Right. And so we had, you know, various topics and and um, and we just we had fun. Right. Um, and I, I, a lot of my long distance students came to me uh, through this format. Right. And, and what they would tell me is, you know, I binged listen to. Um, practically all your episodes and stuff, and I just, you know, it, it resonated. So I want to be training with you. Well, that's great, right? And after some back and forth and me trying to talk them out of it, uh, anyway, so it is what it is, right? So uh, Mike and a bunch of you guys, right? So you know who you are. 
Anyway, so uh, and if you want to listen to those, right, here's a shameless plug, right? If you want to listen to those, uh, our, our library, our archive is over on one of my sites at Modern Ninja Warrior. Is it Modern, yeah, ModernNinjaWarrior.com forward slash uh, Kuden podcast episodes. I think there's a hyphen between Kuden podcast and episodes, right? So Modern, modern Ninja Warrior.com forward slash Kuden podcast episodes, right? So if you go there, uh, my, my admin assistant, James, uh, kind of keeps that stuff in there as, as we do these things and whatnot. So anyway, uh, so they're there, right? And, um, so, uh, you know, there was this initial premise, um, and we just, you know, we came up with, with all kinds of things based on what was current, what was trending, what was whatever. And like I said, I took this time off, uh, because his life changed and, uh, it took me that long to try to figure out how I was going to proceed with this and, and, you know, do a, do something different, right? Was I going to look for another co-host? Could I find another one that, uh, you know, for what we have, like 68 episodes or something like that, right? Uh, that we could be consistent with this one person. Because one of the things I have a problem with, um, and any, any, I'm going to use this word, any successful person has a problem with is, um, consistency from people, right? Um, I do not hold other people to the same standards that I hold myself to, even most of my own students, right? Um, I will hold you to your own standards. If you tell me that you're here for a specific reason, I'll hold you to that, right? And the moment you decide that you're going to break that agreement, you're not breaking it with me. You're breaking it with you, and I'm going to go, okay. See, because that's called acceptance, right? Um, and it's just it's just this universal thing, right? It's nature and natural, right? Um I've told the guys that I teach uh, as as my instructors, right? Uh, I have an instructor certification program. And the one thing I'm really, really adamant about is there's two truths um, that are universal about all but 0.0001% of the population, right? That's one-tenth of one-tenth of 1% of the population, or is it 1% of 1% of 1% of the population? Um, and that is that, Everybody quits and everybody procrastinates. So what I tell my, my instructors and that they're, one, they have to get it, uh, uh, they have to get their head wrapped around this that, you know, yes, there are things that you control. Yes, there's the reality that every class that you teach, all of your students are either one step closer to black belt or the next level of black belt or they're one step closer to the door, right? That's a personal responsibility thing. So before you blame, uh, you know, Students who can't commit or lazy people or, you know, whatever, right? You have to recognize that fact too. But that's also balanced out with this reality that everybody quits and everybody procrastinates, right? Some of us, right, the point zero 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 one will quit when we fucking fall over and die, right? I mean, that's just, you don't have a choice, right? Um, or become crippled or whatever, right? Um, trust me, most of us, we will not quit just because we broke our back or broke a leg or uh, got corona-rona or, or whatever, right? Um, there's things that you can't do, right? But I don't focus on those. What can I do, right? I can read, I can reflect, I can visualize, I can, what, what can I do, right? I talked about this last episode, right? Um, stop fucking saying can't, right? Stop focusing on the things you can't do. And before you really buy into something that you can't do, you better run that through every freaking way from Sunday before you accept that as a limitation, Okay. Because, again, Hatsumi Sensei has pointed out that if you're a ninja, then you are a no-limits person, right? By having that mindset and pushing forward, no matter what, 
you will find your limitations where you're physically incapable of doing things, right? Where you lack the knowledge to understand something. But does that mean that you're done? No, of course not. Either get your body into a certain shape that you can do that thing or realize that that's just, <laughs> you're, you've gone as far as you can physically, right? Or you're now almost 60 and you're not 20. So no matter how much you try, things are just not the same. So how can a 60 year old do it? Right? I'm not going to try to run circles around 20 year old. That's just freaking stupid. Right? Pull a Tanya Harding for those of you who are old enough for this, right? Take a fucking pipe to your knee. That'll slow you down. Um, anyway, sorry. So I know I've been result, revolt, uh, um, uh, reverting back to some of my old military uh, years and stuff where every freaking uh, other word is a uh, foul swear word or whatever. But you know what? It, 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 it gets the easily offended um, out of the way, right? So um, anyway, so um, but knowledge rise, right? I mean, you always have a decision. Right? Always, 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 always. You're gonna let it stop you or you're gonna figure out how to do things. One of the, one of the primary principles within our techniques, right? Um, is leverage. I'm gonna talk about this here in a little while too, right? Um, is leverage, right? So how can a weaker, smaller, whatever person? I mean, that's what our techniques are all about, right? You're outgunned, whatever. It's not a fair fight. It's not even whatever, right? You're the underdog. Right. That's what needs is all about. Right. How can I win? So it's all wrapped up in all of our freaking techniques. And yet and yet God, just scores, scores. Right? For those of you who don't want to look up the word score. Right. That's a butt ton. Right. Of people want to just freaking hold out. Right. Like it's a shield or like it's some kind of a, a, a reason. Right. The shield of victimhood. Right. All the reasons why I can't. Right. Okay. Then don't. Okay. I, okay, you're, you're right. Right. The world, the universe is shit on you and you can't. Right. So get the hell out of need to or stop dreaming about stuff because that's all you're doing. Right. If you can't, then you can't. Right. But the only people that can't that have zero options are dead. Okay. One option, you're a freaking slave. Two options, you have a dilemma. Pick one. Okay. Three or more options, you start to head toward this freedom, no limits kind of thing, right? Okay. But that under, also under, you need to understand nature, right? Is it your nature, right? Is it universal? Is it your universal nature, ultimate reality nature that you're capable of anything that you can dream of and put your mind to and you're willing to work hard enough for? Yes. I'm proof positive that before you give me any shit about I don't understand because I'm me and I've always, you know, I've had all these benefits and white privilege and whatever, right? I'm five eighths of Native American, so kiss my ass. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, all this shit, right? That's just, that's just somebody who just doesn't want to look or doesn't want to think about it or is just so indoctrinated into the bullshit that it's become their own that they're just, that, they, you're right. You can't, right? But anyway, so um, you have this choice, right? Okay, I lack knowledge in that area. Okay, great. Either don't and remain limited or pull a Thomas Edison who, what, had six months of, of uh, uh, formal education, right? Thomas Edison did not invent the light bulb, 
Thomas Edison aligned the stars so that the light bulb could be created. That doesn't mean that he wasn't in, in the experimentation process and all that kind of stuff. What Thomas Edison was really good at was getting people that had a butt ton of knowledge about stuff like this to work together for him, for pay, to create this thing that he dreamed up. Walt Disney did the same thing. And I know you can read all kinds of stuff about people that hated Disney. and what, All successful people, it's like they're standing on a fence, right? For as many people as you can find that love them and extol their, their, their things and highlight the dream and all that, you're going to find just as many people that think that they were a piece of shit and that, you know, they were, they were exploiting people and all kinds of stuff, right? Um, again, you look at Disney, right? Walt Disney... Um, was a smoker, he swore, all that kind of stuff, but he also created this, this system and this empire that was based around this cool little comic character, right? Um, and everything was going to be G-rated. It's not now, okay? Because people who didn't want to stay in that paradigm um, but worked there, but instead of going somewhere else, right, instead of going somewhere else, where that was an acceptable culture, just waited till he died and then humped the whale and then just took over. Right. And then now we have stuff that you couldn't tell the difference from Disney to something else to whatever. Right. Because, uh, you know, it's just easier to to hijack the ship. Right. After the captain who's strong enough to kick your ass. Right. Is gone. That's what everybody does. Right. There's a truth in the in the uh, in the social, cultural, revolutionary world. Right. That you don't change minds. Right. To your to the new way of thinking. Right. You wait until the old folks that held those values. Right. That kept the boat afloat. You just wait until they die. Right. What you do is you educate. You, what you do is you educate or hypnotize or or convert the children. So by the time the old people are dying off that are doing shit you don't like. Right. The new engineered ones are old enough now to do things the way you want them done. Takes a long time, but hey, you know, it's been working for a long, long time, right? So anyway, um, so you have so you have this choice, right? Don't do it. Continue to be limited or whatever, or do like Thomas Edison or you know some of these guys, right? Somebody uh, put Tesla in here, um, Disney, whatever, right? You surround yourself with a team of people that have the knowledge that you don't have, right? That's called leverage, right? You know, right out of our right out of our uh, our techniques. Right? Right out of our kata. Right? All multiple attacker defense techniques rely on using the people coming at you, right? For leverage against the other ones, right? So teamwork works in both directions, right? You can either break it or you can use it or whatever. It's the, it's the, the gogyo, right? Not the godai, but the gogyo. That's, Productive for success, and it's also destructive for breaking things down and disrupting everything from armies to individual ideas to whatever. Okay, um, I just don't think people look deep enough into this stuff. And I, again, that's the the gist of this whole whole episode because I bet people would like to know how I think that they're all fucked up in their idea about what ninjutsu is. Okay, I'm getting there. Okay, be patient. Right? Oh shit! I'm not wearing the right shirt tonight. <laughs> wearing a historical one. Oh, I think I, I left this on. But my decision earlier was to leave this on to see how many people I triggered with either flag. Right? Because they're both triggering people these days. Right? And it's a 
historical shirt that I got at a historical site because I study history, warfare and culture and all that kind of stuff. And I just, you know, whatever. Okay. So that, that was a, um, let's see who I can piss off with this thing. Right. Cause I know somebody will get pissed off. Right. But I'm not pissing off somebody. I'm not doing not only the right things, but I'm not doing enough. Okay. Cause that's also a gauge as to how well you're doing. Right. If you're not pissing off at least 20% of the people you engage with, then either you're too freaking wishy-washy with your ideals, right? Or you're hiding or you don't have anything, you know, you're, 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 you're an ultimate win personality, right? Okay. Because one of the tenets of a warrior, one of the tenets of a successful person, the uber, uber successful, you know, the ones that piss off everybody because they don't, they don't give enough, even though they're giving millions, right? To charitable organizations and they support millions, millions of people, right? With jobs or they own property that people are renting and without being able to rent, right? These people would be homeless because they haven't managed their own credit or finances or whatever and can't afford to buy a damn house, right? These people that are hated, right? Uh, they don't give a shit. They don't care that they're not liked by a certain group. Not here to be liked by everybody. I know I talked about that recently too, right? These things just keep coming back, don't they? Um, but anyway, with that knowledge thing, right? Or the other option is to go get the damn knowledge, right? If, if, and if, if you're, you know, you go to study this thing and you realize that your aptitude, your personal aptitude isn't, uh, I can't get this stuff, right? Fantastic. You still have two more options. Quit, which is not in my nature. I don't know about yours, right? Or, Make connections with people, develop partnerships with people that can do that part of it. Okay. Um, recently I got tired of doing the website work. Right. So I went looking around and I mean, web developers are really freaking expensive, right? Unless I go to the right areas where I can leverage other people, um, Somebody said I piss off everyone. Then I'm sorry for you. Anyway, <laughs> if you're going out of your way to piss people off, that's a defense mechanism. So, but I know who it is. So I'm pushing his buttons. So Mike, <laughs> take it for what it's worth, man. Anyway, all right. So, uh, you know, you still, you can still leverage other people, right? You just figure out how it's going to be done, right? So again, with these websites or whatever, I'm handing it off to somebody else. And you know what? <laughs> the, there's a guarantee, right? Uh, that they'll have it done in five to seven days. And if they don't, guess what? I don't pay them until it's done. Okay? That's, I pay people on results, right? You produce the results, then you get to pay. Okay? And if it's a long-term thing, right? Okay, here's a draw, right? But I promise you, if you're only getting that draw for, my thing is 90 days, right? If you're only getting that for 90 days and you're not getting the commissions or the bonuses on top of that because you're producing the results, Right. If you're not at least producing what it costs me to have you working for me or with me, you're not replacing yourself that way financially or energy or time wise or whatever. We can't work together. OK, I don't pay for time because all that means is you can show up, punch in, punch out. And I get whatever you happen to spit out that day. Kiss my ass. No way. Right. That's just, everybody got used to that. And that's what makes people comfortable. And that's what makes people poor. 
Right? I don't mean a lot of people don't make a lot of money or whatever, but if you're lamenting that you don't make enough, then stop trading time for money. Start learning other life lessons from our skills. Anyway, so I keep coming back to the skills and everything is in there, but um, what I'm talking about now are things that are a part of Nidatu, a part of Ninpo, that people that only focus on the fighting skills don't get. That the people that have reduced this art, this system of both self-protection and personal growth and development, life skills, right? That have reduced it to just another martial arts option among martial arts options are never going to get. Okay. So uh, I have a program, right, called the, the uh, Ninja no Hachimo, the Eight Gates. I also have a mini course, too. It's like a, a it's a, uh, basically like a one-hour recording that I did for my inner circle guys. And then that was just transcribed. So there's an ebook or a report that comes with it, but it's basically a transcription, right? So you can listen or you can read kind of thing, right? And it's really, really short. The other one was a, like a 10-week live kind of thing, right? So there's lots of interaction and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but that was one of the, that was one of the, 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 uh, structures or litmus tests or whatever in ancient Japan. I know I talked about this in the past. So if you're, you know, if you've heard it before and you're going to roll your eyes, just keep rolling them, right? Maybe, maybe you'll get stuck. You'll be more interesting to look at because all I'll see is like really cool whites, right? Where your eyeballs are instead of, you know, whatever, right? Um, but anyway, uh, so it was one of the litmus tests, right? And again, different schools, whatever. If you look at the Togakure school, Right, there's 18 areas of training, but those 18 include the, the initial eight. People will go, yeah, but see, there's some schools use Ninja Hachimon, and some people, uh, like the Togakure, where they have their 18, and this other school had, you know, uh, yeah, okay. So, um, thanks for stopping your historical study at what the starting line, okay? Thanks for showing up, right? It's how people get awards in it now, anyway, right? Okay, I showed up, great. Give my prize. Okay. Um, anyway, so, but there's, and again, there are different things and different schools relied on different things, right? So some schools that needed to, it was all information gathering, right? These people couldn't fight their way out of a freaking, well, they didn't have white paper bags back then, but you know what I mean? They, they're just, they're spies. That's it. That's all they did, right? Um, other ones were more battlefield uh, ready, that kind of thing, right? Others were kind of hybrids and whatever, right? Oh, and on the 18, right, um, there were actually 36. Because all ninja had to know the 18 uh, skill sets of a, of a warrior, of samurai, back in the day. And, and they, of course, they changed as armor changed, weapon types changed, battlefield tactics, those kind of things changed. But there, were, there was a set of 18 warrior skills. Ninja had to know both, right? So you, you can defend against one. You have to understand those tactics, right? The ninja had a healthy respect. And again, this kind of shit got bastardized as people were trying to go, oh, we're ninja and they're samurai. Ninja were great and samurai suck. And really? How the hell is that possible when in the Bujinkan we have six samurai lineages and three ninja lineages that heavily influenced the samurai lineages? But, right, ninja had a healthy respect, healthy respect for the samurai, right? You better. Right. Because they got all the shit. Right. So anyway, um, but you have these choices. Right. So anyway, so um, see, I was introduced to this stuff way back in the day when see, and maybe it was because Nijitsu was new and it had to be framed. Right. People, we had to understand what it was. OK. Um, 
but again, you know, I, I know I've kind of danced around the different things here. Um, like when I started my, my, uh, my, uh, podcast and then I, you know, took that little segue and, and, and took, took that little time off or whatever. Right. But coming back, um, what I'm really trying to show everybody is this journey of discovery, right? Like the first episode was at 69, I think, right? Was my backstory, right? Being raised by this, you know, really, really abusive stepfather. I know all kids think their parents are, you know, mean and whatever, right? Uh, no, this guy, this, this guy, this guy. Anyway, so if you, if you know the story, you know that, you know, I, like the age of eight or nine or whatever, I watched my mom almost die because he, you know, beat the shit out of her and you know, whatever, right? There's all kinds of little stories and all that kind of stuff. He's the guy, and I have to admit, right? I mean, he, if, if it wouldn't have been for him, I would probably not be here doing this thing. Um, you know, if I had like really great parents that showed me that the world was all like woo woo and they were rich and, and, and I could have the best of everything or whatever. I mean, who knows? I could freaking died of a drug overdose because I was overindulged and all that kind of stuff, right? Nijutsu was about the, the reality that hardship produces successful people because when you overcome hardships, when you overcome adversity, right, you build your skill set. You build a skill set that most people don't dream of because everything's fucking comfortable. It's all easy. It's all, you know, it's all taken care of for them, right? Okay? It doesn't matter if mommy or daddy is giving you the money or – uh, somebody else is doing it or you're cutting a check from the government. It doesn't matter, right? As long as all your shit's taken care of and you don't have to fight for it, um, and you don't have to, and you don't have this thing like, like I have this drive. Like I, I've been there and I know what that's like, right? That dinner was fried egg sandwiches, right? My mom's idea of macaroni and cheese when I was growing up was what I would call scalloped macaroni. Right? Scalloped is like, you know, there's some, well, we didn't even have the cheese with it, right? It was just milk, right? Macaroni noodles cooked in milk, or it was cooked in water, right? And it was put in a casserole dish and milk and butter were put in it. And then American cheese singles were laid on top. Maybe like, I don't know, there was a small square kind of thing, right? So maybe like six singles, right? Put in the oven and was baked, right? And then when it came out, we fought over pieces of cheese so we didn't have macaroni and milk. We had macaroni and cheese. My first experience with macaroni and cheese, the way most people get it, even the box stuff was like, holy shit, there's too much cheese in this. Okay? Or, oh, my God, you mean there's cheese in every bite? Okay. So what I have is a drive to make sure that my family gets taken care of, not the way this guy took care of his, right, that my family's taken care of, I show up for work, um, I, I'm, I'm producing in the world, right? Uh, my brother is the same way, right? Um, and I'm not going back. But you know what? If I lost everything, I could survive doing that because I've been there, right? And there's things that I've learned about navigating that that would make me okay, right? I wouldn't put a fucking gun to my head. I wouldn't, you know, uh, swallow a pistol. I would whatever, right? I, uh, no. Okay? A lot of people that have everything. They lose everything. Those are the people that freaking pop themselves, right? Because they, they don't know how to survive with nothing, right? I know a lot of my students that I've had, right, have been there as well. We know how to do that, okay? But I'm not going back, okay? The other thing I have is that I <laughs> – 40, 50, uh, 40 years, 
right? 41, something like that. I don't know. I'll probably do the math some other time, right? Ninja's supposed to be good at math. I don't feel like doing it right now. Anyway, so um, of gaining knowledge that I could recreate this again. Okay? See, I don't fear losing everything, but I'm not going to do dumb stuff that's going to land me back there either. Right? I don't fear losing everything because the day after I've lost everything and I get over kicking myself in the ass for not being prepared, right? Um, I'll just get it all back again. And not by hook or crook and not by cheating people and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and I can do it faster now because look at all the experience I have at doing these things, right? So, but I can't lose everything, right? I have a martial arts school, right? And I have all these skills for teaching people how to, you know, defend themselves, all that kind of stuff. I can do that anywhere in the world, right? Whether it's online, offline, whatever, right? I can retire and move to the Bahamas and open up a school, right? Um, same thing with my, my security consultancy and workplace violence stuff and that kind of training and all that. I can do that anywhere, right? Because it's a service and it's just a re- mixing and repackaging of all this stuff, right? So um, I, I don't have to worry about inventory running out. I don't have to worry about, um, you know, some company deciding the widgets that I sell, uh, they're going to double the price on and now I can't afford them, right? Um, right? My offices are, you know, whatever, right? So anyway, the, the, the idea here is that uh, we're either going to be this, this type of person that's been described or we're not. Right. So let's look at that. Right. Let's look at this idea because there's a butt ton of freaking people. Right. There are teachers, there are students, there are freaking Facebook groups, all this kind of stuff. Ninjutsu, ninjutsu this, ninjutsu that, whatever. Right. But when I look at what they're doing and what they're talking about, they're talking about ninpo taijutsu at best. More likely they're talking about budo taijutsu. Right. There's a butt ton of people in um, in in the Bujinkan, right, that are convinced, and it happened, shit, probably happened in less than an hour after Hatsumi Sensei said it, right, but have been convinced and therefore propagating this this shit of a lie, right, that we don't do ninjutsu, right, we do budo taijutsu, right. Um, what was said, and again, you can go back and listen to other recording or other, other episodes or whatever, but what was said was that since most people don't understand Nidazu, and people were getting hurt, and what that also meant was that the Bujinkan and him, right, were becoming an embarrassment, right, um, that people didn't understand Nidazu, that Nidazu was a variation on the warrior skills, the conventional warrior skills, that it was impossible to do Nidazu if you didn't understand the conventional warrior mindset, skills, those kind of things, right? You know, those seven traits of a, of a warrior and, and all these characteristics and uh, things like that, right? If you don't understand those, how the hell can you ever do something that's a variation on that, right? And on top of that, you're looking at a Japanese uh, presentation of this thing that came through China by way of the Silk Road back to India, you know, those kind of things, right? philosophies, uh, ways of governing, all kinds of things, right? Not just the combat stuff, right? Um, so for a while, right, we're going to do these things, right? So we can get people back into this position, right? He also, at that point, it was shortly after uh, Manakashihan had left the Bujinkan for 
not bullshit reasons that people made up, right? It was just, it was, it was a perfectly Japanese way of doing things, right? Um, and Hatsumi says it was making this point that people need the basics, right? And so they need what, what Monaka Sensei was teaching, right? He was, oh, just screw this one thing up, you fail a whole test, right? People don't want that, right? Here's my money, give me rank, make me feel good, pat me on the head, right? Wag my little tail like a puppy, right? Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, uh, he, he said people, you know, they needed that, right? What he did also say was that at a certain level, at a certain rank, and this works the same, Mikyo, uh, you know, if you're, if you're in those kind of schools and all that kind of stuff too, right? At a certain point, you have to pick a side. That doesn't mean you can't study those other things, but you're following a very specific path under a very specific teacher because of the guidance and the way it works, right? It's the way the process works, right? Otherwise, you'd just be jumping around all over the place, staying at white belt level. Yeah, you learned a lot, but you're still, you're still in um, all the way around. So anyway, um, so... But again, when I got involved in this art, the framing of it, right, was all about what made Nijitsu different, right? So we were reading The Essence of Nijitsu, which was a treatise that Takamasa Sensei had written to Hatsumi Sensei, right? Just, it was like this expanded kind of poem kind of thing, right? Uh, if there's a part of it in at the beginning of Nijitsu History and Tradition. Uh, by Hatsumi Sensei. So if you have that, and actually I just saw somebody post the other day online uh, a part of that and then attributed it to Hatsumi Sensei. He didn't write it. He included it in the first book that was written on Nijitsu in English, right, or for the English language, but he didn't write it. So again, you know, open a page, oh, said Hatsumi Sensei's book, even though at the fucking end of it, it's talking <laughs> anyway, so. I'm, I'm done re-educating the masses. Anyway, so, um, so so what's in there, right? And and if you if you uh, uh, watch Hatsumi Sensei's video, that was a tribute and a memorial to Takamasa Sensei to his teacher, right? Um, there's plenty of reference points just in those two, right? Not not even looking at Essence of Ninja Two, any of the more, more recent things he's done, going to Japan and listening to freaking class after class, or going to Taikai's or Maybe it was money misspent on my part because most people can just jump around YouTube and come up with a fucking idea and decide, oh, I'm going to do that, right? Um, and but anyway, right? So um, there's there's all this stuff, right? That that is a part of needed to, right? Because needed to is about surviving. Uh, as a matter of fact, that was one of the first questions that Takamasa would say, ask Hatsumi Sensei. When he first met him, Hatsumi Sensei didn't need another friggin' martial art, right? What he had a problem with was knowing all this stuff and being one of the judo teachers, right, among a bunch of them, right, that were teaching uh, American GIs after World War II, right, during the occupation of Japan afterwards. And don't give me any political shit. I'm not going to get into history things and all that, right? I'm tired of people friggin' throwing things out that are the negative, right? Because that's the same as doing can't. Right. Focus on the fucking lesson and move forward. Right. Yes, you can learn from those things, but there's way too many people. And I hear now I'm on a soapbox. Right. Way too many people being distracted by bullshit stuff as a justification for hating instead of learning freaking lessons 
and moving on and being the successful, rich, wealthy, powerful, influential people that we're supposed to be. Uh, no, I'm not in the 1%. But anyway, right? So if you don't think Hatsumi Sensei, right, you know, was this like simple guy living in notice, she, then you haven't been doing the freaking math on how many people show up for class at 3,500 yen per class and how many of us bought his books and his videos and went to seminars and taikais that he was getting tens of thousands of dollars to show up for, right? He didn't show up because like, oh, he's showing up so we can, so we can train. I'm, I'm doing, I'm going through, I'm jumping through hoops and look. Okay. Um, no. Right. Um, how does he donate to people? How does he do all these extra things? Right. How does he get involved? In, how does he not have to work for a living? Right. How does he buy $30,000 wrapped around four or five spearheads so he can keep studying and all that? Right. We're doing the same thing Uchideshi did in ancient Japan. We're working for him. Okay. But you know, you don't need to do that. You just, Surf Google, surf YouTube, anything ninja, just read that. Uh, go to YouTube, right? Da, 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 da. Just watch the stuff, you know, and, you know, figure it out, right? Anyway, you might. You might be that prodigal son, okay? And if you are and the stuff you put out is, is like what I've learned and better, then I'll sign up for your shit. I'll sign up for your course. No, I, I mean that. That's not facetious. I really do mean that, okay? Because I will train with anybody who is better than me. Because I'm on a path to learn certain things. Anyway, so. Okay, so. But Nitsu is this body of knowledge that was brought in, right? I talked about this at different times in the, in the past, right? What was included. When, when Hatsumi Sensei closed up his uh, chiropractor slash physical therapy slash uh, orthopedic office, right? Because he was a doctor, right? Um, his, his, his degree... And the kind of doctor he is, was, whatever, was licensed to be in Japan, was like having like three specialties all mixed together for us. But he learned that all at the same time. Anyway, when he closed up shop at the end of a given week to hop on a train, not a bullet train, to hop on a train to travel overnight to visit with Takamasa Sensei, to train for a day or three or over a weekend or whatever, to hop back on a train later, go back, open up in the morning, whatever, right? Slept on the trains. That's what he did. Um, uh, when he did that and he went to see uh, Takamatsu Sensei, right? They didn't do one aspect of, of Nijutsu the whole time, right? They weren't doing Bojutsu. They weren't doing Nimpotajutsu. They weren't doing this stuff the whole time, Right? Hatsumi Sensei even has this, right? It tells this, right? And he, and he shows some of that stuff in some of these videos and, and uh, in live classes. He would open up scrolls or he would show some of these things, right? Um, in, in between these visits, Takamatsu Sensei was writing out stuff that he had learned, right? And, and developed and all that kind of stuff, right? But things out of the scrolls and all that. And he made books, right? But these were handwritten, right? No, right? No word processor, no copy and paste and plagiarize from the internet, right? Hand wrote these things, right? So when Hatsumi Sensei went to visit, he was getting books on healing, like extra things on top of what he had already learned, right? From the Amatsu Tatara, that kind of stuff. He was getting um, 
books on topics like how to govern a province, uh, how to build fortifications, that kind of stuff, right? Um, how to uh, how to have uh, you know more influential relationships, those kind of things. There were all these things, right? that they would discuss over tea or meals or whatever, and then he was sent home with these things to read and study. He could ask questions later, more stuff, go home, read, study, right? Okay. Um, same thing the books are supposed to be for today. I don't like to read. Well, then fucking hire somebody to turn it into a documentary or a movie for you, so you'll it'll be in a form that, that you need to have, okay? Nobody ever said you had to like any of this stuff. The training is supposed to be harder than anything that you could get involved with in, in any kind of shit that comes at you in life. If the training is not as challenging as the stuff you're going to be challenged by, it can't freaking help you deal with the challenge. Okay? Again, you guys on iTunes and Stitcher can't see me being all animated, throwing my arms out, my eyebrows going up and all that, right? But anyway, imagine. Maybe I look better in your imagination than I maybe do to the guys watching the video, right? Maybe some people already put like, you know, little squares of black or whatever over their screen so they don't have to look at this mug. Uh, I think I look pretty fucking handsome. I look pretty damn good for almost 60 and being a grandfather and I, <laughs> I run circles around. That doesn't mean I'm uber, you know, fit and all that kind of stuff. I wore my legs out yesterday and the day before. Um, with a grandson and, and with my wife and doing things because we're they finally started uh, building uh, rebuilding my house and, and all that kind of stuff right so we're you know, looking for this stuff and shopping and going down a freaking list got to replace that kind of anyway so um, but even so even even in the shape that I'm in right think about the average twenty or thirty year old <laughs> dude I'm I'm doing well. Anyway, all right, dudette. Right, just in case somebody's sensitive about it, right? And dudes, if you want to be called dudette, you know, you know, take the word for whatever you want, right? But anyway, right, there was all this stuff, right? Because it all wrapped around the very first question that Takamasa Sensei asked Hatsumi Sensei. Hatsumi Sensei went to visit him because, he, you know, again, he was this judo teacher, and these, these Americans were tossing the judo teachers around within four to six months doing the same kind of skills well that had taken these teachers years to develop, right? And Hatsumi Sensei had this moment of, what the hell? You mean based on size and natural athletic ability, somebody could take me using what I've learned, what, to what took me decades to learn, they could pick it up much, much faster just because of size and natural prowess and things like that. Oh, something's missing. This can't be what, what Buddha was all about, right? So the, the, the one teacher he was working with, and literally just kind of learn a scroll, get Menkyo Kaiden, learn a scroll, get Menkyo Kaiden, learn a scroll, get Menkyo Oh, okay. New lineage, right? That kind of stuff, right? Had a butt ton of the equivalent of black belts and stuff from all these things, right? And told this guy, you know, this is what I'm looking for. This is, I'm, I'm looking for like the real thing, right? And this guy who knew Takamasa said, said well, you got to train with him, right? He doesn't just have knowledge. He also has experience and all that. You need to be trained with him. So he goes, right? Well, and again, if you've done your study, you will know that Hatsumi Sensei went to him uh, with all this stuff, right? And just nothing but bragging, right? Could do this, could do this, can do this, can do this. I learned that. I learned this. Da, da, da. Ooh, yes. What he was trying to do is frame himself to be worthy 
of this guy taking him, he's just coming across as an arrogant ass, right? But Takamatsu they said, yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. But can you survive? I don't know, survive what? Whatever. Can you survive? And here's where I'm going to ask, okay? I don't care if you're the baddest, baddest motherfucker on the block, right? You kick everybody's ass, right? I don't care. How'd you do with the corona shutdown thing when the government stopped everything, okay? How'd you do between, if you're one of the guys that got stuck in the delayed checks that were being sent out, right? How'd, how'd that work out, right? How well did you survive the last relationship crash that you had? Okay. How long did it take to recover from that? Right. How shitty were you were to yourself or to your kid's mom or significant other or whatever? Right. How that affect the relationship with the kid? Had all kinds of stuff. Right. This is not just about ducking punches and knives and all that. Attacks come from all over the place. Right. We just had major freaking hurricanes and storms come through. Right. Okay? If you're living in an area like that, okay? a lot of my friends that are in Japan, they live in earthquake central for the freaking planet. Right? There's earthquakes all the time. Erupting volcanoes, that kind of stuff, right? Okay? How's your program working? Okay? How quickly did you survive? Because if you're only looking at this as a martial art, then you're crippling yourself from day one. That was an engineer pause. That wasn't the, the, the video freezing up or the audio lagging, right? Okay. That's called a cissure, right? A dramatic pause, right? It's me stopping to let things sink in, okay? So here's my thing, right? I don't care if you use the Bansen Shukai or the Shuninki, which are really descriptors and outlines for gaming. The ninja operatives, the field guys that go out and get their throats cut if they get caught kind of thing. Not for Chunin and not for Jonin, right? Not for the field commanders like, like M in the 007 things, right? The guy that like gets the, gets the, the instructions from above, right? Here's our goal. And then looks at things and then develops a strategic plan and decides based on skill sets, who do I need to send out to get what or to find out what or whatever, right? Field commander, it's a whole different, it's a whole different type of ninjutsu. Or the Jonin, right? The guy that's living in plain sight. He's wealthy. He's influential. He travels in, in the right circles, right? Girls, I'm sorry. Historically, it wasn't, but in today's world, right? Is, right? Um, don't blame me for the culture, right? <laughs> so anyway, right? So, um, you know, could, could the Chunin and the Jonin defend themselves? Of course, right? They knew, the, the, you know, these skill sets and stuff like that too, but they didn't have to know nearly as much as the Ganin when it came to the cool shit that attracts everybody to ninjutsu, right? But it's, the, it's actually the same thing that breaks your legs and causes you to only focus on one aspect of the art. Ninja no Hachimon says there's eight areas of training, right? Personal growth, all the way to the Ninja no Kyomon, mathematics, science, religion, uh, which also includes personal growth, spiritual studies, those kind of things, uh, uh, engineering, 
that's where the ten monchimon and, uh, and geology and all that kind of stuff comes from. I've got a cool little historical tidbit I'll share with you here in just a little bit, right? To make my point about wealth, right? Um, this poor farmer, for poor farmer bullshit. Does that mean that some people weren't working as farmers um, in off-battle seasons? Nope. Okay. Just like some ran a store. Takamasa say ran a freaking noodle shop, right? <gasps> A 33rd Grandmaster of a Ninja. Grand noodle restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty foul mouth too and talked about like, you know, being a player with the ladies and all that kind of stuff too. Right? Anyway. Uh, so, um, uh, so there was, again, there's all this stuff, right? We, we don't want to be limiting ourselves, right? So the question, and the, the question really comes about from an observational standpoint, right? Knowing, knowing what's included in this bubble or this realm or this thing, right, called Ninjutsu or Ninpo, it's a fairly new word, right, that, that kind of delineates and, and points more to more of the spiritual and, and, and life mastery lessons that's in this stuff, right, but tends to highlight it as a focal point, right? So I've always said that I, I, I study Ninpo, right? A lot of people that say they study Ninpo. Maybe, okay, maybe. I think people latch on to cool words and they, they run with it, right? Um, so anyway, um, Ninpo Taijutsu, right? Or in the, in the Ninja Hachimo, it's called um, Ninja no Taijutsu, right? It's just one aspect. And what most people call, you know, Buddha Taijutsu, Ninpo Taijutsu, right? What they're really doing is they're talking about the unarmed stuff with, bow and sword and shuriken and and some of the other weapons mixed in but of course the weapons are you know they pick and choose based on whatever right even though the ninja no hachimon says that um, it's not bojutsu right it's sojutsu right which is yari spear halberd naginata that kind of stuff right which means you need to know blades and bow right everybody back in ancient japan some kind of basic bow stuff because that was the walking staff. That was utility stick. That was a whatever, right? But in the, in the samurai list, right? There was bojutsu, then there was naginata, then there was this stuff, right? The ninja kind of compressed this, right? So the assumption was you already freaking knew how to use a bow because that's in the, that's in the buge, right? The, the, uh, uh, Juhapan, the Buge Juhapan, right? The, the warrior skills, the 18 warrior skills. That's already there. So here, no, we're going to focus on not just not just spear, right? Soul jutsu, right? Soul, by the way, does not mean spear, right? Yari means spear. On the, on the samurai side of things, they have yari jutsu. Some, some have soul jutsu. We have soul jutsu. Soul means monk and alludes in part to the monks of the on Kezan of the Tendai school that were masters of the spear. That's how they defended the temples. Okay. So there's a history little nugget for you to go chasing down, right? Okay. How's that connection happen? Right? Why do we call it Sojutsu and not Yani Jutsu? But we also have all these specialty Yani. Again, somebody said a good book when I was talking about uh Ninjutsu history and tradition. Just, just there, look at the different types of, uh, the pictures of different types of spear, right? Uh, if you ever go to Japan and you go over to, uh, the western side where Nagano is, where the Olympics were held a bunch of years ago, 
right? And Togakushi Mountain, Togakure Mountain, uh, rises above that along the mountain chain. And you go up there to visit uh, the shrines and whatnot. Uh, there's this ninja museum that's up there. Very, very different from the from the commercialized ninja museum that's uh, in the Ego region, right? Um, but anyway, uh, you go up there, and there's this museum. That's where Hatsumi Sensei donated all this stuff that he inherited from Hatsumi Sensei. He didn't have room for any, all this extra stuff in his house, so it was all put in there. So there's... There's a museum to the Togakushi, Togakure region, right? The history of things, right? Everything from when things were made out of grass uh, and stuff like that, all the way to like World War II relics worn by uh, people that, that served, right? On the, on the Japanese side, right? That came from that region and all that, right? Um, then there's a, a ninja museum, right? Where all this stuff is stored. There's big black and white photographs, some you've seen in some of the books. Um, of, of Hazumi Sensei and the early students that now Daishi had it's okay, right? Training. Um, and then all the stuff that he inherited from him, right? Shuriken and uh, Mitsubishi and Tetsubishi and all this stuff, right? Armor and, and, and whatnot, right? And then there's this ninja house museum. That's probably the most commercialized thing. Where it's set up as it's kind of this neat little thing, but it's based on, you know, these houses that would have had trap doors and and, and all that kind of stuff, really cool stuff. Um, but, and, and that's all cool, right? But, you know, the, the question really is, how do you apply that stuff today, right? What would that stuff look like today, right? So, um, uh, I'll get to some of these questions here in a minute, because somebody just, uh, somebody's looking over a student and whatever. Uh, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I look homeless. Not my fault, dude. <laughs> anyway, all right. So there's all this stuff, right? Okay. So when people are saying that they practice ninjutsu, what brand of ninjutsu are you practicing, right? And if you are, are you following the guidelines, right, from ancient Japan, right? Some people are like purists, right, except that <laughs> they're not, right? Uh, makes me chuckle. Anyway, um, and that, that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm – the, the end all to be all. I'm not, right? That's why I still have a shit ton of freaking teachers and mentors and, and whatnot, right? Um, but uh, uh, there's all this stuff, right? So again, I've already alluded to this, this Genbukan, or this, I'm sorry, this Genin, right? Low man, the field operative, right? That's the kind of needs to that, that everybody, um, everybody uh, uh, gets attracted to, especially the, the martial arts-minded people, right? They get attracted to that because here's this lone warrior in black you know, that's going to take on a whole freaking castle full of guys all by themselves or, you know, take on a, uh, you know, a seven-story uh, high-rise that's filled with, like, it's a mafia headquarters and, you know, there's a thousand freaking henchmen with, with machine guns and he's going to use shuriken and blinding powder and, and, and swords, right? And that kind of shit, right? That kind of fantasy stuff, right? Um Anyway, so they're attracted to that kind of stuff, right? Meanwhile, there's this other type of ninjutsu, right? The, the, the chunin, right? That has a life to live and, and networks and connections to make, right? To, to be able to do things, right? The kind of the bridge between the top guy, right? The jonin, uh, and the field operatives, right? Way ton more field operatives, right? But again, if you're reading the Shoninki, the boot, the Bonsen Shukai and all this kind of stuff that has tactics and gear and all that, that's all directed toward Ganyan ninja, right? Chunin, that's a whole different brand of ninjutsu because rarely, if ever, 
if it happens, right, they do whatever they have to to protect themselves. But the tune-in, right, they're, they're, you know, only a couple of them spread out, right? And they've got, you know, they've got their, their a wide network. They have, you know, their, their form of ninja to is not just how to use ninja to gather the information, but how to assimilate and look at that information and translate that into things. How do I know what I need for the next group to go out, right? Because I got a hole in this thing over here. Well, this might be a little bit shady over here, right? They also had methods for uh, detecting a double agent, right? Somebody was working for both sides or one that had infiltrated the system. So that, right? So all this stuff, right? The Jonin, remember what I said? Wealthy, influential, member of society, member of the mover and shakers groups and all that, right? Um, keeping an eye on things, but nobody knew who they were. Nobody knew, nobody had an inkling that they were a ninja, okay? And I want you to think about this for a moment. Nobody knew that Takama Sensei was a ninja outside of his family, his personal family, wife and daughter, right? His close personal students, a couple of people like this one teacher that uh, Hatsumi Sensei had trained with, right? That's it. No way. Until they read his obituary. People were uber surprised. Uber, right? The hell, really? The noodle shop guy, ninja, really? You know, that kind of thing, right? Okay. Um, Hatsumi Sensei. Before Hatsumi Sensei became a national treasure in Japan, before he started publishing, like, the books in English and spread this stuff to the world, excuse me, One of my addictions. Anyway, um, before he spread it to the world, people in his own town had no idea. Because he used to walk around town. He used to walk the dogs with his shoes broken down like Japanese typically, you know, wear them, scuffling his feet, shuffling along, right? Um, you know, he waved at people. Oh, you know, that kind of thing. And people would be like, <laughs> assume it. Right? Crazy doctor kind of thing, right? And then he hit the world stage. So he could no longer hide in the open. Right? It was impossible. Right? He had to sacrifice something. He had to sacrifice invisibility. Kind of. Because, <laughs> right? Teach things a certain way. Get people believing that the art is a certain way. And you keep the real art hidden just as much, if not more so, than it was before anybody knew it was around. Because now, everybody's describing it in ways that it's probably not. Okay? So, anyway, right? Invisible, right? But, and again, you can go back and listen to, to other episodes and stuff where I talk about um, this this thing where even my first teacher in this art, Stephen Hayes, um, when he was training in Japan, he was having this conversation with one of the other, uh, they were Shidoshi then, but, you know, Daishihan, uh, one or two might have been Soke now. Uh, but anyway, he was having this conversation after class. They were walking back to the, to the apartment, and he was expounding his belief on things, right? Just like we've all done, and, you know, and if you don't check your, your sources, 
then you know you have your own ideas, right? But anyway, um, he was expounding this thing with this gaining, tuning, joning kind of thing that um, the way he was looking at things was very like frontal, right? He was trying to take a Western business hierarchy or military hierarchy kind of thing and overlay it on the dojo, right? And he's, you know, the way I see it is, you know, uh, the students, right, are the are the gaining, right? They're equivalent to the gaining, right? Um, the, the field operatives, right? And then the instructors are the tune-in, right? The middlemen, right? They're kind of, their job is to associate and connect and all that, right? And then Hatsumi Sensei is the jonin. And this teacher that he was walking with said, oh, is that what you think? Uh, no. Okay. Gaining are field operatives, right? And they will teach their children to be gaining field operatives because that's all they know, right? They know their tune-in, but they don't know anybody else in the network. And they may not know very many people within the ninja network. Let's say all live in the same village, okay? There's people all over the place, right? So they don't gain it, okay? Tune-in, those are the bosses, right? You listen to them. They make the decisions. You go. You do your thing, right? For those of you uh, listening to the audio podcast, I just bow, you know, that kind of thing, right? You do what you're supposed to do, right? But they weren't going to grow up to be tuning, right? If you, if you take that same idea, right, then students who become teachers then move up from gaining to tuning, right? But that's not the way it works. Gaining beget gaining. Low man begets low man, right? Tuning, middleman, right? Field commanders, right? They're going to teach their kids tuning stuff. That's what they know, right? They're, they're not going out climbing walls and freaking running up walls and, and disappearing at night and all. They've got their own little Track tricks and things like that for, for doing that kind of thing, but not, it's not, they're not gaining tactics, right? So tune in beget tune in, right? Middleman begets middleman. Okay. Joning train their children to be joning. Okay. So no, no, you, you don't understand this. No, that's, that's not the way it works. Okay. Hatsumi sensei is the head of the lineage. Hatsumi sensei is a jonin. He can only ever teach his students to be what? Jonin. Okay. So which brand of ninjutsu are we doing? Okay. I'm not saying that you can't focus on field commander stuff because stealth, right? Stealth is a part of, of ninjutsu, but stealth tactics are going to look different for the gaining field operative than they are for the tune-in middleman field commander than they are for the jonin. Invisibility techniques. Different. For the, for the tune, for the gaining, right? I'm gonna throw freaking blinding powder in your eyes or I'm gonna blend in with the shadows or whatever, right? Tune-in, right? I'm gonna set myself up as maybe a merchant running a shop, whatever, and people come to see me and I'm gonna pass these things around. People aren't gonna know who I am or I'm using different names with different agents that I work with, so I'm never the same person to, to different people, right? Different things like that, right? Jonin, oh, man, can you imagine being you, associating with a wide range of people, nobody knows who you really are. Not that anybody really knows who you are. But most people on this planet have no idea who they are, right, um, themselves. But anyway, right, so it's a very different thing, right? So it was quite the eye-opening thing, not just to him, 
But to me also, when I heard this story, that we're being trained to be Joni, to be heads of our own organizations, that's what I'm teaching my people to be. I can't, I can't not teach you that. I mean, can I focus on these other things? Yeah, lots of, te- lots of teachers do, right? But if I'm being authentic to what I was taught, then I'm, I'm taught to be a Jonin and I'm teaching other people to be Jonin. But see, that also means, right, we have to go back, right? What I tell you a Jonin was? Wealthy, influential, member of society where they could get into the in-groups. They were invited into the in-groups, right? People would share secrets with them and all that, right? Because they were a part of that, they were a part of that which moves society. So that, you know, they're very subtly, they were guiding how society should move based on what Ninja needed and wanted, which was based on freedom and not dictatorial rule. See, there's a split between uh, the, the warrior samurai kind of mentality, right? And ninja, right? All those kind of things, right? Subtly guiding, but you have to be in the know. You have to be in the mix to be able to do that, right? So that was that was such an eye opener for me, right? Different types of ninjutsu, okay? And here we have. This is a conservative bet, 70%, but I really believe it's closer to 90, 95% of people who say they're practicing ninjutsu are doing, at best, gain-in-level stuff, and they're only doing 20% of that. Because, you know, that other shit's uncomfortable, right? Let me just do the unarmed stuff. Let me just talk about self-defense. Let me just, okay, self-defense is a big thing for me, too, but at, at what I'm talking about is self-defense in a broader thing, which is why I tend to use the term self-protection as opposed to self-defense. Self-defense to me implies, you know, punching, kicking, getting stabbed, multiple attackers, that kind of thing. It's not a not not a part of it, right? But self-protection, right? Okay, being attacked by a dog, right? That's trying to bite you, right? Um, being manipulated by friends or screwed over. Um, by, you know, somebody that's trying to sell you something and they're going to get the better end of the deal. Um, you know, having a manipulative, uh, significant other because you chose unwisely, right? Uh, and then you trap yourself in this thing or whatever, right? Um, so, uh, very, very different, right? Um, but there's a whole bunch, there's a whole other skill set, right? Let me read a passage to you. This is just very, very brief things. I'm reading it from this Jisen Kobudo, uh, Jin Khan, which is a history, strategy, philosophy kind of thing. These are all like an accumulation of articles that Manaka Sensei, uh, Manaka Soke, right? Uh, Unsui, uh, was the martial name he gave himself, um, was writing for a long time, even before he founded the Jin Khan, right? He was trying to share with people, um, history and, and, and those kind of things, right? So again, this is just like th- this one chapter is just a short um, kind of history kind of thing. He has history spread out of, across a bunch of uh, things and places, right? Um, but I was just going to read uh, this one section here. Again, this is only like, what, one, two, two and a half, two and three quarter pages, right? Not, I'm not going to read all of this, right? Um, but there's something I, I want you to hear, and I want you to, I want you to think about this, okay? Because 
from an ego standpoint, we've all decided who we are and what we are and what we're capable of. Okay? We bought our own bullshit. Okay? Or somebody else's bullshit and made it our own. Right? You know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Why the hell not? <laughs> I can have my cake, but I can't eat it. Or if I eat my cake, I can't. What the hell does that mean? Right? I want my cake and I want to be able to eat my cake. I want to live in freedom. Freedom means to do whatever I want, wherever I want, whenever I want. I want to be able to say what I want, right? Does that mean that people won't not like me, that they'll run away? No, but that means that, like, I'm living authentically me. That my, my living and my being and my nature and my self and all that is not dependent on whether you like me or not. If it is, then I'm a freaking slave. I just, there's one of my mentors that's a life skills kind of person, psychologist, historian. God, man, guy knows his shit, right? I mean, just, wow. Anyway, um, not a long time ago, I heard him say this, but it's come, come up here recently. One of my students actually posted this thing as kind of a reminder. And I absolutely believe this to be true, right? And all my warrior friends absolutely believe this to be true, Right? We don't need you to like us. That's not the quote, right? We don't need you to like us, okay? We do need to, one, faithfully pass on the lessons. Two, be acting in your best interest if we're a teacher-student, if we have that kind of relationship, okay? And three, walk the talk. Not walk the talk until it's uncomfortable and then back down, okay? I wish some of you guys listening on iTunes and stuff could see the faces that I make. Anyway, um, maybe not. So anyway, um, the the thing was that um, most morality, most people and their morality, okay, is not at its foundation predicated on the desire to be a good person. Their morality is founded on cowardice. Okay, and what that means is people are not good because it's right to be good, okay? Because we all have thoughts about, you know, God, if you say that one more time, I'm going to punch you right in the face. And if you don't, then you're in the .0001% that should be living in a commune somewhere, or you don't have any thinking processes, so you don't have those thoughts, right? But we've all had those things, right? God, which is... Hmm, suspend the laws for 24 hours, give me unlimited ammunition, and I can clear up a big mess, right? Okay? And if that's only me, then <laughs> you just heard a dark side of my personality. Anyway, right? So, um, but they don't, right? They, 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 they don't let those things out, right? Because they're afraid of the consequences. They're afraid of offending somebody. Right? That they could get something from or that they need things from, whether it's affection or money or whatever, right? Um, they're afraid of being reported to the cops and ending up in jail. They're afraid of getting a, a freaking knuckle sandwich, right? They're afraid of getting the shit kicked out of them, right? They're, right? Okay. Conversely, the people that are, are free to be authentic and free to choose to be peaceful people are ones who have developed the ability and have the fortitude to do really bad things. 
but choose to speak kindly, to choose to protect the weak, to choose to, okay? They don't give a shit if anybody likes them, okay? Because I promise, right? And if any of you have these skills, and I know a lot of you have skills, right? The people that, that brag about liking the fact that they can trust their safety to you, right? That their protection and all that, right? If they ever saw you do something that was, ooh, you know what I'm talking about, right? It would shock them to their core and your relationship with them. Your relationship with them could be the same because you're just doing what needs to be done in that moment, right? But their relationship with you will be different forever if they choose to maintain it. And most will not because you will have scared the shit out of them and their fear that that could come at them and not be used to protect them anymore will override any sensibility. Just look at the shit that goes on in the world. Okay. Look at how people act when they lose their job. Look at how people act when they lose a loved one and they become just an indignant asshole. Right. Look at how... Look at how people acted when they were afraid that a virus was going to kill them, right? And they want a dictatorial governance over everyone. Make them do that so I don't die. See, all the caring about everybody else went away as soon as fear ruled the day. It's just the way it is. So, anyway. Um, let me read this because we're already, what, an hour and a half into this. Um, all right, so, um, again, I'm just jumping into something here because there's a part of it that I really need for you to get, right? Okay, so the essence of Shinobi Arts is to put confidence in the providence of nature, heaven, and earth, which makes sense as was born out in the open air and in nature. The typical ninja was at one time a mathematician, scientist, chemist, and pharmacist. I would also add astronomer and divinator and all kinds of things, right? Okay. Uh, sociologist, anthropologist, right? You have to be, that's understanding human nature and how things happen and all that kind of stuff, right? They performed remarkable activities using this knowledge while serving feudal lords as commanders, warriors, and spies during the Warring States period. It is said that the last war in which Ninja took a systematic active part was Shimabara Rebellion, 1637. Amakusa Shiro, the lord of Shimabara Castle, had knowledge of ninjutsu. It is written that each side used peculiar tactics against each other throughout the war. However, the Tokugawa side was able to overwhelm the opposition in part due to the remarkable activities of ninja who sided with them in this war. The Eager region is a small region located in a basin surrounded by mountains, so it was inhospitable for large numbers of inhabitants. They had no choice but to leave Iga to work. And we have people pissing and moaning because there's no ninja dojo in their area. And then, you know, they can't travel to train with a teacher. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, they had no choice but to leave Iga to work and thus work for Daimyo from one fiefdom to another. They were called Watari Ninja, uh, Togeda Ninja, and Usugi uh, ninja, etc. And their battlefield exploits were well known. During the reign of Imitsu, the third shogun, uh, due to the worsening treatment, uh, many ninja attempted to rebel against the Torihanzo, the third who was working for the Tokugawa family. 
Uh, that's a whole other history thing. Uh, if you ever go to uh, Kyoto uh, in Japan, go to Kyoto and visit uh, Nijo Castle. Uh, I take my students there. There's a, a nightingale floor, all that kind of cool stuff, right? Um, but the, uh, I mean, we're going to get to that. The Iga Ninja family, Tori Hanzo's uh, uh, family, uh, were made, uh, and, and everybody knows this as a, as, a, as a kind of an outward lesson, they were made um, handymen and gardeners, right? But they were in charge of the inner, uh, inner security, right, of the place, right? Kind of, right? Um, because that's what caused them to die out. Their skills were used less and less and less until finally their sons were taught to be gardeners and their grandsons were taught to be gardeners until pretty soon. You have people that are ninja family in name only, but they're freaking gardeners, right? That's one way to destroy a group of people, right? You systemically take away more and more rights, more and more reasons for them to use their skills, right? It's how you make people dependent on whoever the guardian and caregiver is, right? Whether it's big brother or whatever, right? Um, you just make it so they don't have to work as much. They don't have to use their skills. And pretty soon they're completely fucking dependent and then they're screwed, right? Because now they're going to do whatever you tell them, right? Because they have no choice because they're dependent, right? All right, so anyway, the Edo shogunate arrested and executed the leader of the rebellion immediately. And the Hattori family was sent away due to their negligence in performing their supervisory duties. Okay. Later, ninja were demoted in rank and were given instead police power to guard Edo Castle, also Nijo Castle, right? Uh, for example, as guardsmen or gardeners. In other words, the shogun thought it easier to control ninja with special abilities by giving them low rank or post, and in this way he was able to reform their organization. Okay, now here's the important part. After a period of time during which the country enjoyed relative peace, ninja engaged in the development of industries using their various knowledge and techniques. A typical example is the exploitation of mines, M-I-N-E-S, not, not mines, right? Mines were gems and, and stuff like that is, right? Okay. As previously described, ninja, ha ninja has knowledge of mathematics and geology. Thus, they understood the technology of conducting surveys. The gold used as Koshubun currency by the, uh, by the Takeda family was found by ninja. After the gold mine was excavated completely, ninja made the quartz and crystal into the special products of the Kofu region. They also carried out the flood control project, which can be directly traced to the present Shingen Dam. In case of war, they broke the dam, causing the surrounding areas to flood. In peacetime, the dam was used for irrigation. I'm going to stop there. This has nothing to do with dams and mines and, and gold and all that, right? It has to do with this question. Where the hell did they get the money to do the mining? Where did they get the money to buy the property that the mines were on? Okay? Where did they get uh, the money and all that to build and run the dam project? I don't mean the dam project. I mean the dam, right? It was a dam, right? Water, old water back dam, right? Project, okay? Because these families were already successful and influential, right? And wealthy, Okay, Jonin ran these things. You're learning to be Jonin. Okay, so here's the question. Can you survive? Right, are you really doing ninjutsu or are you just doing some shadow of it? You're just doing the martial side 
and then hoping secretly that somebody really throws a punch at you so you can whip a mushadori on them, right? Or do your ichimoji no kata or whatever, right? Okay? And, right? Can you survive? Right? Are you living your best life? Now, I'm not, this is not a question to knock anybody. Hopefully, I'm kicking you in the ass and motivating you because that's my intent. Right? If you take it any other way, then that's you. That's on you. Right? So I told you I was going to piss people off. Right? Yeah, but you understand, sometimes. I do. I was fucking raised poor and physically, mentally, and emotionally abused. I do. Probably even worse. Right? If I can do this, you can do this. And I'm only halfway. Right? So if somebody sends me an email, right, because, uh, you know, my program, right, I have a program, a program $297, right? And even the, even the, the, the payment thing that's $67, all you care about is the money. I do care about money because I have to raise my damn family and this is one of the ways I do that. Right? But I also have to make it worth you getting. And on top of that, after I chastise them a little bit, and tell them to go find somebody that's giving it away freely, right? Um, don't forget my YouTube channel and, and all this Kuden podcast, all this stuff that cost me money to give you free shit that's available. How about if you go figure out, instead of telling me you can't afford the 297 or the 67 or the whatever the hell it is, right? How about if you stop, look yourself in the mirror and go, that's how much it's going to cost me, or that's how much the new car is going to cost me, or the better running car, or the vacation, or whatever. You stop and you use a different fucking question. How can I make this happen? What do I need to make this happen? That's how that's how ninja solves a problem. You start with the premise that one, it can be solved; two, you can do it; and three. You need to know what you have and what you don't and what the gap is between the two so that you can freaking make it happen. And if you need help, then go find help. But instead of sounding like a welfare recipient and going, I can't, could you loan me this money that, hint, hint, I'm probably never going to pay you back, but, you know, I'd really, mm-hmm. right? How, do, can, how, how can you make it a win-win situation so that person gets something out of helping you with the project? They may not go on the trip or they may whatever, right? But what are they going to get out of it? Right? Somebody put in domestication. Absolutely. Right? Okay? Everybody has been trained in today's society to drive up to a damn speaker, give your order like you're some fucking warlord, right? You can pull up to the, to the window, exchange a couple of ones, for food, right? You believe that a freaking Whopper costs nine bucks? Really? I guess telling you that this really fucking awesome steak that I had at a casino once, right? Well, I was at a, at a conference made by Bobby Flay trained chefs that was that fucking thick and butter soft. That was 75 bucks. That's, that would totally blow your freaking mind. Best steak I ever had. Okay, But I wasn't getting it from somebody that ran a damn burger through a machine, slapped it on a bun with some frickin' mayo, and said, here you go, that'll be 375 
Because it wasn't just buying a piece of freaking meat. It was an experience. There was somebody that had freaking decades. Why would I not compensate somebody who put together this experience and had fucking bills to pay and was, was paying people, right, paychecks so that they could have quality life, right, and, and hired these chefs that were trained in God knows where to make a freaking steak melt like butter. Why would I not pay more for that than I would for a damn Whopper? The question isn't, do I get that or do I get this? It's how do I not have to ever ask that question? Can I afford it? How do I, how do I make myself to be the kind of person that's valuable to a significant other? The question isn't, will they leave me someday? Will they cheat on me? Whatever, right? The question is, what's our next adventure, right? They would never think of leaving me. Not because I have the money, but because I'm fucking cool to be around. I don't mean that I'm like, hey, cool. Let me blow some smoke up your ass. Not that kind of cool. It, the, the relationship is so freaking valuable. But I'm also not going to have a relationship with somebody that I'm bleeding money, time, effort, and, and walking on eggshells and all that kind of stuff so they can have a great life, but I'm getting shit back. I would rather be alone. I would rather be lonely than to be with somebody who makes me wish I was. And I will. I will always choose freedom and ability and authenticity and all that over having somebody. Because, you know, some somebody's better than nobody at all. It's better to have somebody to love you than to not have anybody to love you at all. Really? Why do they love me? Or why do they use those words? Because I'm not going to be manipulated. Anyway. All right. So, ninjutsu, right? Way more than just this thing. So, the question is, are not not just are you... See, the, the, the title of this is practicing ninjutsu. Are you really? I don't care if you know all the stuff that's a part of ninjutsu, right? Yep, 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 yep. Doing that. Yep, I've learned that. I've learned... Are you practicing it? Not just in the dojo... Are you doing it out in real life? If you were taught correct ninja walking in the dojo, is that how you walk? If you were taught how to observe somebody so that you know what they're going to do next and all that kind of stuff, right? So that you can, I don't care if you're trying to, you know, get the jump on an opponent or you're trying to meet the needs of your child or your significant other or whatever so that, you know, there, there isn't this big freaking you know, whatever you want to do. What do you want to do, honey? Oh, I don't know. What do you want? That kind of thing, right? Where you can you can meet him there, so it just smooths out the ride, right? And observation skills, right? Are you practicing them? Are you using them on a regular basis? You'll know you're using them because you'll know when they fail when you didn't do it well enough. The world always kicks back and, t- and lets you know whether or not it's working or not. Remember that question earlier? So how's your program working? Right? If you didn't see something coming, right? Did you assume that it never would? Or did you know but you cross that bridge when you get there? Or did you are you deluded so badly that you really do believe that that'll never happen to you? Right? Anyway, right? So 
are we practicing it, right? Are we actually doing it? And what type of ninjutsu? I'm okay if you're doing getting level ninjutsu. I'm okay with that, okay? But that's nippo jajutsu. It's, you know, it's those kind of things, right? Okay? Uh, but don't, what, what really, and not many things piss, piss me off, um, except for, like, disrespectful people and, and that kind of thing, right? That just, that makes me want to live in a feudal era where I can just behead them and give them a karmic reason to do a, do things over again. And that is honest. Okay. Sometimes I wish, I wish for that kind of environment. Because people would at least be authentic about following the rules because they fucking would have to, otherwise they'd be beheaded. Right? We live in, and Hatsumi says he's even said this, we live in sad times when you can't teach someone a lesson who desperately needs it. Right? We live in, in, in a culture and, and world social order where someone who is doing damage through disrespect, manipulation, all kinds of deceit and all kinds of shit like that, right? There are no laws unless they're out and out defrauding somebody and it's usually wrapped around money, right? They're defrauding people, right? Unless they're doing that, there are no laws, right? So they can mistreat you. They can they can do all this kind of shit, right? You punch them in the mouth to teach them a lesson, you're going to jail. That is not a warrior-run society. That is a weak, cowardice-run society. When people in power can wield laws to screw with you, but you can't remove them from office. You have to vote them out of office. Okay? I'm not trying to, you know, start a civil war or anything like that. That's not my that's not my intent. Right? But as ninja, we need to understand the environment. Right? Because ninja understand nature, they understand the environment, they understand social structures, they understand themselves, desires, weaknesses, needs, those kind of things, right? Lacks, strengths. God, get good at leveraging your strengths. Stop telling me oh, I can't do that. Well, stop getting the same fucking kind of job with the same minimum wage. Don't you know something or you're not good at something that you can't leverage that that knowledge? I'm really good at baiting a hook, sensei, but I mean, how do I make money for that? There's a butt ton of freaking people online who are beginner fishermen who keep having the freaking worm or whatever falling off the damn hook. Or they, they try to, to tie the knot for the swivel and all that, and, and, the lure, and they're losing lures and stuff like that, right? Don't you know some of that shit? You can't write up a small report and, and, and ask somebody how to put up a freaking webpage and, or, or don't have a webpage. Do something free on Google Docs or something, right? And then go post. Hey, I've got this freaking report. Da, da, da. I'm really good at this thing. Man, you'll never lose another freaking worm again, and you will, you will catch the fish you're going to catch, right? It's only 10 bucks. People would throw fucking 10 bucks at you. Not a person, a bunch of people. The problem, see, we're back to fear again. We're like, who am I? And can I really do that? And there's smarter people than me out there. You only have to be smarter than the people that you're helping. You only have to be better than the people you're helping. I'm not Hatsumi Sensei. Yes, I got this rank of Daishihan, but shit, I don't, I don't, if you think I deluded myself to believe that I'm up here, right? In my head, I'm probably a pretty good fifth or sixth of it. Daishihan? Holy shit, took me two years to figure out what that even meant and what, what my responsibilities were and all that. Okay? So, it's a great marketing tool. They want to know what they're training with the best. Okay? Daishihan. Okay? 
But then when you get to know me, then I'm like, eh, okay, this is my take on things. You got to work this out for yourself. Okay. And if you ever think that I'm bullshitting, you call me on it. Okay. If I were really like, I'm Dashiell Miller. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I would be. You wouldn't be calling me on any of that stuff because I would fire you as a student. Or, you know, whatever. Right. The only reason I'm going to fire you as a student is if you're doing dumb shit like breaking the law. Uh, you're fucking nuts. I mean, like certifiably, right? You're a drug addict or you're beating your significant whatever, right? Okay. Then uh, no, I, I would distance myself from you just as fast as I would distance myself from a family member. If I would distance myself from a family member is doing that shit, you don't stand a chance. And that's, that's what's the new term? That's a hundred percent. Anyway, whatever the slang is, right? So, um, the question that I have for you is, are you, okay? All right, so no shameless plug, right? Um, if you want a foundation for what, you know, really constitutes those eight gates, um, I'll, I'll post or whatever um, the, the thing. There, there is, a, there is a, a, a way to get to the full course, the full course, that one I've memorized. If you go to um, warriorconceptsonline.com, there's a, there's a dash, there's a hyphen between each word, warrior-concepts-dash online.com forward slash eight gates. And I think there's a dash between the eight and the gates, right? And if there isn't, just type in eight gates, right? Online, uh, warriorconceptsonline.com forward slash eight gates dot HTML, right? Um, that will take you to an information page about the full kind of thing, right? Um, I would have to, I, I have to look up the, the URL to the mini course that's just that like hour long quickie kind of thing that I gave my inner circle guys um, before we did that full 10 week thing. Um, and then there's a transcription that comes with that and all that, right? So I can't remember if on that page, it's offering you the ebook slash trans, trans, uh, transcription and then the audio as a bonus or whatever, right? Uh, it might be the audio and the other, whatever, right? But they're both being offered for the same thing. Like, I don't know. 37 bucks or something like that, right? So either way, but it would give you a good rounding of, of the necessary thing, necessary areas of training. And we also discussed what that would look like in the 20th, 21st century. Okay. As opposed to living in fantasy land, Naruto, right? Or whatever, right? And, uh, and doing that kind of shit, right? So anyway. All right, so I've talked long enough. I'm going to jump in here and look at some of the questions and comments. And if I don't answer yours, I thought it was fucking stupid. No, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've already pissed people off enough. Anyway, can I even scroll down here? Where the hell is my scroll bar? Oh, let's see. Enter full screen. How about if I do that? Da, 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 da. That's there. Okay, so uh, Carl, holy crap, I didn't even see you come in. Thought-provoking as ever, uh, Shihan. Well, I would hope so. You've been around long enough. Anyway, Carl, one of these days I'm going to just drop my ass into Perth, Australia and figure out how we can train because you're too busy with cop dudes. And you're not going to come to some lowly Daishihan's training dojo anyway. So um, anyway, all right, so... Um, Mike Gallagher sounds like Robert Kiyosaki. Well, I do read his stuff. I read stuff by Grant Cardone. I have, I have mentors in all of the significant areas of my life: relationships, money, uh, business success, personal growth, and that crosses over, right? So some some of those are in ninjutsu, and some of those are not, right? 
um, religion, politics, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, parenting, right? Um, I would never assume that I had all my shit together because my life still pokes through and shows me where I'm in error, right? The answer to how's that, how's your program working for you? For me, question toward me, right? Is in some areas, okay. In some areas, better than okay. Um, in some areas, I, it's um, one of those areas I just seriously kicked myself in the ass harder because I have not been living to my best potential. I have not been living my best self. Um, let's see. We're a poet society. All right. So Chris says, my ex-wife was like that. She loved the fact that I was able to protect her. But when I had to, she was afraid of that person. Yeah, well, I, dude, I understand. Um, trying to find the damn scroll bar. Let me see. I might have to get rid of an overlay here. This is really weird. Why? Why? Well, let me just pop over here on the chat and see what happens. Hey, look at that. All right. I guess I was just seeing a highlight. So, uh, Mike says, I feel like that, uh, like now that it's been such a long time practicing, I find all the stuff that I originally thought was boring to be the most interesting. Absolutely. Right. I remember, I remember when I realized that Kamai were not just these necessary things that I had to learn to get to the cool shit, that that was the cool stuff, that if I learned that, oh, dude, I could easily handle 95 to 98% of, attack, of, of the attacks that ever could ever come at me. And then <laughs> I bump into the historical thing that's in the scroll, right? The feeling in Ichimonji no Kamai, right, from the Gyoko School is, I'm so confident in my Kamai I can win with this alone. Hmm. If I only had that or listened more clearly, because I obviously missed that freaking lesson way back, right? Um, let's see. Uh, somebody said I, I, everybody wins, okay? I mean, it's nice to have a win-win-win situation, right? But here's the thing, right? And, and I'm, not this, I'm not saying this to be an asshole, right? If somebody's got to lose, it can't be you, okay? In, several of my Ninpo teachers have said this, right? You can't always win. Okay? You can't always win. But don't ever lose. That may mean you get a less percentage of the pie during the partnership arrangement or whatever, a little sour taste in your mouth or whatever, but you don't lose. Okay? So that that just completely circumvents the whole there has to be a winner, there has to be a loser. It also circumvents the make it a win-win-win situation, right? Of course, you know, I, I want it to be a win-win situation because I want them to feel good about the deal, whatever that is, relationship, friendship, partnership, uh, whatever. Even if I have to, like, you know, at the, at the moment this person knows that I have their ass, right? And I'm, oh, it could be all over in the blink of an eye and I give them back their life, right? However, that has to work out, right? Because here's the thing, if I'm always a win or lose kind of person and I've got to win and they've got to lose, guess what? I can never do another deal with that person ever again. And whatever that is, financial relationship, trust, whatever. Okay? So this is strategy. This is hell. 
this is, you know, you say military strategy, but strategy is in all parts of our lives, right? You pick your battles, whatever those sayings happen to be, right? A lot of people that have to win, right? I had a significant other at one point, right? Always had to fucking win. But then you made the other person resentful so that when they needed something, the other person was like, no, not in a fucking million years. Right? Kiss my ass. Whatever, right? And then, of course, then they're mad because the other person won't help them. And what? Well, you screwed yourself over karmically all the way back because you won that one. But guess what? You're never going to get anything from that person ever again. Right? There are certain times where I'm telling you, if we fight, I will fight to win and I fight to burn bridges. Otherwise, like, and that's just a very tiny part of my life. Right? There's only like five or six things in my life that if you cross this line, bad shit's going to happen. And I don't mean physical, right? You don't get to cross that line. Okay? Everything else is negotiable. Everything. Because most things are not worth dying over. Spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, they're not. And if you believe that they are, then that's just a poor mentality. And I don't just mean money poor, okay? Self-esteem, confidence, knowledge, right? You're lacking whatever it is you need to be okay, okay? So if you operate from a base, an energy, whatever, right? If you operate from a base of poverty, of lacking, you will always scrape and claw and struggle and all that. Now, in certain contexts, okay, where you're trying to strive for success, okay, absolutely, have that fucking hunger. Go, 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 right? But if everything is a defensive mechanism, that's fear. That's fear that the facade you're holding out to blow smoke up people's asses, that you're something you're not, that's just the fear that that's going to crumble. Successful, secure people that I know, that's me since they included, right? I don't walk around with that pompous bullshit kind of attitude going on. They don't have to. Right? When was the last time you saw a demonstration? Seriously, go. This, this is me telling you to go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and watch these things where Hatsumi Sensei's demonstrating, right? And at the end, right? Everybody's applauding like he's some fucking trained monkey demonstrating for them, right? That's just a sure sign that they're not learning, right? They're watching for him to do cool stuff, right? It's not a show. It's a lesson, right? But you find one for me where everybody's applauding. And he doesn't just kind of, you know, nod and back away and let everybody go to training, right? You show me one where he, like, takes a bow, right? Where he's trying to be that entertainer. He knows how people are going to receive the lesson. Okay? Good luck in finding it. If you find one, I'll be, I'll be really surprised. All right, let's see. Uh, can you practice solo a lot of these forms? Do you have a partner lookup app? Uh, nope, I do not. I don't have a lookup app. I do have uh, people in my inner circle that are in certain areas of the world, and I let people know that, you know, you might be near them or whatever. But um, uh, one of the lessons, and I think I did this in a, in a, in a past uh, Kuden, um Everything that we do can be broken down into like four or six or eight pillars. The four base ones, right? Just of those four things. Familiarization, shadow boxing, uh, which is like solo practice, right? 
uh, target work, right, and then practical application. Practical application is where you're working with a partner. See, 75% of what I just listed is solo. And then if you're doing all this other stuff that's in ninjutsu and not just the self-defense stuff, right, land navigation, other survival skills, uh, communication skills, research, uh, financial planning, or whatever, you know, all these things, right? You don't need a partner. But if everything is, is wrapped around fight skills, you still don't need a partner for all but one quarter of the training. It's important. All the pillars are important. Because there's stuff you do in target work that you can't do to another partner unless you're willing to go to jail or send them to the morgue and then go to jail or hide out for the rest of your life or whatever, right? And you need to put bite into your techniques, right? The, the stuff you do with a partner focuses on the follow-through on a strike, not the impact part that shatters bone structure or disconnects things or whatever, right? There's only so much you can do with a partner. So you need other areas of training that you will not see done at Hombu when you go to train because that's seminar style. You won't see when you go to Taikai. You won't see when you go to most seminars because of the format. Okay? That's why people believe that we don't do line drills. We don't do striking of Makiwara boards and all that, except that in Nijutsu Asian tradition, there's pictures of them doing certain striking things with rocks and stones and pebbles and just... So, but no, I don't have that, um, and the, I offered that when people are an inner circle student with me, long distance and all that, because then people might be close enough to hook up and, and that kind of thing. All right, uh, I'm looking for a partner. Where can you go to get a partner? I would suggest go to uh, ninjitsu, uh, com. W-I-N-J-I-T-S-U. Hopefully, it's. I think it's still uh, in operating. It was originally founded by... Um, Mark, um, Mark, 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 somebody help me with the name. Um, God, how can I forget this? He was a good friend. Holy shit, he died a bunch of years ago. Um, Jacobin, Mark, uh, crap. Someone else I'm going to kick myself in the ass for. Coming up on 60 in my sometimers is sometimes bumps up to half-timers. Anyway, uh, winjitsu.com, W-I-N-J-I-T-S-U. There is a lookup function on there. Um, it's just a scrolling kind of thing where you can... Type in, hey, I live in this area. I'm looking for training partners. Anybody live close? Whatever, okay? Um, a bunch of other people are running these things, right? I'm not trying to be a clearinghouse, uh, you know, for whatever. Do it yourself or whatever, okay? I mean, I, I put out tons of stuff for people who want to do it themselves. But, um, you know, and this is part of research. It's part of ninja information gathering practice, okay? Find your partners. Why should the teacher find a training event? Anyway, sorry, I'm, again, I'm going to say something that's going to piss you off, so I just won't, but you know what I'm going to say. All right, uh, Mike, I don't know you look at homeless, but uh, anyway. Ninjutsu is a lifestyle. Ninpo is a lifestyle. Ninjutsu is information gathering and spying and subterfuge and all that. Uh, let's see, Hanzo Tori, let's see. Is there an app to learn from? Yeah, there's a, I'm sure there's a butt ton of apps out there. I have programs that have coaching worked into them so that you have a teacher to get feedback from, right? If you want to do it yourself kind of stuff, uh, I guess I could put together something like that, but there's already a butt ton of those things out there. So why would I do that? 
All right, let's see. Uh, I would like to learn needed to, but due to my hours I work, uh, I'm in healthcare, my hours are different, so finding a partner is important. Do you know a website? To, yeah, winjitsu.com. I know. Um, everybody's hours are odd. Uh, I did this when I was in the military, and I had to travel halfway around the fucking world to train with people, so uh, I get it. I, I understand, right? Um, but one of the primary principles in almost all the lineages, especially Togakure, uh, there's a Kotoryu Kamai or Kata, there's a Gyokoryu Kata, all that kind of stuff. Same lesson. Find a way. The lesson, the, the feeling in the Kata or in the whole lineage or whatever is find a way. Find the natural way. Okay? Stop asking me to do it for you. Right? If that means I have 15 less, uh, Kuden viewers, okay, right? But if you're looking for me to, like, do all the work for you, that's not how the teacher-student relationship works. You could just point me in the right direction. Well, you could just do a fucking Google search, too. Anyway, sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> John Paul, he's one of my guys. John, you know I'm going to say that question you asked a while ago, right? Where are you from? Where is he from, John? His mother, just like the rest of us. All right. Uh, in any event, Perry, do a Google search for Ninjutsu for your area and start there. As for an app would go, it's called YouTube. Um, see, John, I wasn't going to say all that shit, but anyway, all right. Um, let's see what else. Warrior Poet Society. Let's see. Even use a wooden dummy. Use whatever the hell you have to use, right? Figure out what the training is and um, and, and figure out how to do that. That's what the old warriors did. They didn't just like, you know, go to a martial arts supply place and go, hey, I need a makiwara so I could do some punching practice. They invented something to do that and then it gets sold. Now we all think that, oh, look, you know, go to the, go to the martial arts supply place and uh, buy this stuff. At some point, somebody had a problem, right? How do I practice punching without knocking the shit out of my students or my friends to the point where I'm going to break their ribs and kill them? Oh, hey, let's make this thing that has the density and resistance of a body and slight give of a body, right? And this is the stuff we have laying around, so we're just going to make this thing, right? Anyway, so I just bought my table. Sorry, you just saw an earthquake. <laughs> anyway, unless you're on iTunes, in which case you didn't see anything. All right, so uh, that's it. You know what? I've been talking long enough. I'm tired. Um, so... That wraps up another one. Uh, let me see if there's any last-minute things that popped in. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Back up. Social comments display here. Click on them to showcase on. Well, that's Restream telling me. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's see if anybody else posted something. Uh, as always, real great information. Thank you. You're welcome, Magardo. Uh Jack Hoban. Thank you, sir. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, the, if you want to get in contact with me, right, even if it's to tell me that I'm full of shit, whatever, right? If you need to get off that off your chest, um, it, it caused me to chuckle a little bit. Either way, um, Warrior C, W-A-R-R-I-O-R. -R -R, hopefully people can spell the freaking word. Warrior, the letter C, at warrior-concepts-online.com. You're not getting any other of my personal information, so uh, shoot me an email there if you have any questions about getting uh, becoming an instructor. Uh, not become, Well, I've got an instructor training for a uh, course, too. Um, uh, doing long-distance training, anything like that, right? You can hop on a coaching call. You can request a coaching call that way, and we'll talk about where you are. If nothing else, uh, you know, I'm going to give you some next things to do 
um, you know, so for your practice, right, to get better at whatever you're focusing on in the next, let's say, three to six months. Um, if things work out well, right, then who knows? We might become teacher-student and go from there. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'm sure there's a Taekwondo school in your town, you know. If, if having somebody in your life is better than having nobody in your life, then doing any kind of martial art is better than not doing um, Nijutsu because it's too difficult to get to. Whatever. Do what's easy, right? Find a dojo that has a drive-up window. All right, that's it. I'm tired of being pissy, so I'm going to go. All right, I'll talk to everybody again next time. Be safe. Train. I don't care if you train lightly, train hard, whatever. Just Don't just train in the dojo. Practice out in real life. Right? And pay attention to life. Life is your feedback. Right? If you don't like the feedback, then your program is screwed up. Okay? Stop trying to change the world. Change you. The world will change. All right. That's it. Talk to everybody next time.